not going to stand, Tammy. I can't just stand and do it. it makes no sense. I've got to sit. So I put the cushion down. So I'll just be gentle about sitting down. Is this already on? Jesus, Tammy. Hey, everybody. Dexter Guff here. Uh, sorry, Tammy has the mics hot. Was a little early there, coming in early at you. Um, this is Dexter Guff is smarter than you. The self-help podcast where I help give you my tips and tricks of the trade. Now, uh, some of my keener listeners will hear uh, that I am wincing a little bit. It is because I had a medical procedure done. If you heard last week's show, you know all about it. Um, Himalaya, my show partner here, doesn't want me to uh, specifically refer to what I did uh, to myself. But why well, I got it. OK, I had a reverse circumcision. I'm going to say it. I'm not, I'm not going to say it again moving forward because Himalaya doesn't want me to say that, but it was reverse circumcision. So anyways, but I, so I'm still tender from, from that. And I uh, have uh, fashioned for myself uh, kind of an ice uh, undergarment uh, proprietary. I actually uh, made this myself. It's called a guff ice saddle. Uh, which is kind of like those uh, eye masks that you put in the freezer if you have a migraine, uh, only it is shaped like a brief. Uh, and it's uh, it works great. I mean, I'm wearing it right now. It feels really good. Um, so this might be something that you uh, might be able to use. A guff ice saddle could be something for, I don't know, uh, you've had a been at the gym. Maybe you want to cool it down, cool the boys down, cool the girls down. Cool everyone down. It could be for fertility issues. I have no clue, but a guff saddle, ice saddle. Uh, look for that on Amazon coming very soon uh, underneath your wardrobe. Okay, so, uh, oh, one last thing, actually. I did promise that I was going to post some pictures of my procedure on Instagram. Yeah, they were taken down immediately. Uh, can't do that. Couldn't show that. So, and there's not really much point in just showing a big blur, you know, and, and then my hips. So, anyways, uh, if you want to know what it looked like, Hit me up. I'll send you some pics. Um, okay, so Tammy, let's do this. Let's do this. D, this is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E, on your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams? Dexter Cup. X, technology, entertainment, design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. Okay. Uh, okay. I think this uh, ice saddle is beginning to kind of uh, work its magic uh, down in my undercarriage because I'm starting to feel a little bit more uh, comfortable here. So that's, that's good. It's kind of numbing uh, the areas that need to be numbed. So that's, wow, what a successful ice saddle I'm wearing. Um, okay, so I'm glad that I can uh, do the show because it's a huge show today. Um, uh, today, my feature interview is with another incredible thought leader, a thinkfluencer, uh, an incredible entrepreneur. I am speaking about Jordan Harbinger. Now, this name, I'm sure it's familiar to you. Uh, Jordan Harbinger has one of the most listened to podcasts in the world. Over 5 million downloads each and every month for his The Jordan Harbinger Show. Uh, so he is my guest today. Now, why is he my guest? You're probably wondering. Well, because I did something very, very clever. I called Jordan on his personal cell phone number. I'm not going to tell you how I had it. Uh, well, Okay. Uh, actually, Tammy used to work at uh, Howard Johnson. 
just as a desk assistant or whatever it is there. And she has records of people's phone numbers. Regardless, she pulled it up in an old, uh, uh, old hard drive that she had. I got his number, called him, and I laid into him. I literally laid into him. I mean, I tore a strip off of him. Uh, needless to say, it got the results that I had intended to get. And that is, Jordan is on the show. That's right. So that's just how cold calling can work. Uh, and obviously, it's a cold call with a bit of an agenda uh, by really sort of, you know, tearing someone down. But that's another way that a cold call works. Call somebody up, tear them down, and see what response you get. Uh, for me, it worked out very positively. Uh, so we're going to be speaking to Jordan very shortly. Very glad that he's here. Uh, thick skin on him, I can already tell you. So, okay, so that's going to be a great conversation coming up very shortly. Uh, but before that, uh, I do want to talk to you about something that happened uh, this week uh, that kind of sparked a thought for me. Uh, I was invited to my cousin's gender reveal party. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of these. It's where uh, expected parents will have a, a party to uh, then reveal uh, whether it's a, a boy or a girl inside of mommy's belly. Uh, gender reveal party. Uh, it's a bit, bit strange in, in this day and age, you know, in, in my opinion, in Guff's opinion. It's kind of something that you should do when you're 40, a gender reveal party. It's kind of like, you know, when you're 40, you kind of have a better sense, you know, of, of whether you are a boy or a girl at that, at that point. Uh, before then, it's still a bit of a toss up, I think. Uh, regardless, I'll go. I'll go. But it did get me thinking about reveal parties, just the notion of a reveal party. Uh, and I landed on something very cool that I think you're going to enjoy, too. This is called a checking account reveal party. Now, here's how it works. Uh, you invite some friends, uh, colleagues, peers, uh, maybe some people in the neighborhood uh, over to your house, uh, serve some wine, something nice, maybe Merlot, uh, not too heavy, not a big cab, nothing too full body, just a light Merlot, uh, some olives, uh, finger foods, olives, no pits. Nobody wants to see those pits. Those are gross. Uh, so deep pitted olives and, and finger foods. Uh, after people have had a chance to mingle, uh, enjoy the wine, uh, have those olives, uh, it's time to sit them down and then on your flat screen TV, pull up your checking account. And, and let people just kind of look at it. Just reveal to them your checking account. Uh, field questions. Let them ask. You know, ooh, that looks like you had a big purchase at Nissan. Uh, what'd you buy at Nissan? Is that a Leaf? Uh, what is that? Very curious. Uh, ooh, that's a, a big uh, a deposit you had. Uh, where'd you make that money from? How, where, where's that from? Uh, it's just kind of a very cool, interactive way uh, for you with uh, some close friends uh, to just talk about your finances, uh, to share with uh, people uh, exactly what you've purchased, uh, how much you've made uh, that week. Uh, just a very cool way to kind of deep dive on your bank account uh, through the eyes of other people. Uh, so maybe that's something you want to do. It's something I'm definitely doing. Uh, Tammy, I already got you the invite. Very excited for you to see uh, exactly what happened for me this week, financially speaking. So I'm looking forward to doing that this weekend. And I hope that you do too. So it is a checking account reveal party. Uh, get some friends, uh, some family, uh, even get some enemies. It'd be kind of interesting just sort of see your checking account through an enemy's eyes. Uh, so do that. Go there. Uh, find that strength within to invite those people that you're not sure whether you should invite. Uh, and, and just have a checking account reveal party. I think a lot of fun there. Uh, interesting way to deep dive on your finances. Okay, uh, so let's move forward with the rest of the show. If you know me, and I know that you do, then you know one of the things that I'm most proud about is that I'm a very balanced person. I mean, just ask Tammy. Well, actually, no need. You know, I'm a balanced guy. But what keeps me so balanced? I'll tell you what. A steady regime of vitamins and supplements. I want to tell you about Care Of. Now, Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplement packs right to your front door. 
Uh, maybe you're looking for a little extra boost this time of year, uh, more energy, a better sleep, a kind of stay on top of your stress levels, or maybe something else to help you feel your healthiest. All you need to do is go to TakeCareOf.com and take their online quiz. Now, it is very cool because it asks questions about you, uh, your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. I mean, it only takes about five minutes for me. It took two. I'm just going to bang through it, but it was very cool. It was questions about me, which I love to answer. After you take the quiz, you will get a personal, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendation. Now, your personalized care of subscription box gets sent right to your front door every month with personalized daily packs, great for busy, on-the-go lifestyles like mine. I mean, I love it. You know, I'll open my my huge double front doors uh, with a huge knocker on it, and and there is that box of supplements once a month. Very cool. And you know, I'll tear into one of those packs, pop those pills in my mouth in the morning, and I'm good to go. Here's something else pretty cool. A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. So look, you're taking care of yourself, and you're also helping take care of someone else. It's a win-win. Now, if you want 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code GUFF50. That's right. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code GUFF50. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential and it's very convenient. Now you can get help on your own time at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. And best of all, it's truly affordable. And for listeners of Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, you get 10% off your first month with discount code GUFF. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash guff simply fill out a questionnaire help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor you are going to love betterhelp.com slash guff okay my next guest is very impressive and when I start describing some of his accomplishments, you're honestly going to think I'm talking about myself uh, because he's just that impressive. But I'm not. This is actually somebody else. Uh, this is Jordan Harbinger. He is the host of the wildly popular podcast, The Jordan Harbinger Show. Uh, the show was awarded one of the best of 2018 and one of the most downloaded new podcasts by Apple with over 5 million downloads each month. Is that real? Holy shit. Um, Okay, anyways, on his podcast, he shares his expertise in communications and social dynamics, as well as interviewing some of the world's most fascinating people like Larry King, Roger Stone, Russell Brand, Caesar Milan, Drew Pinsky. Wait wait a second. Is that Dr. Drew? 
Okay, Dr. Drew, too. Okay, very cool. Uh, he is a former Wall Street lawyer, a successful entrepreneur, and thinkfluencer. Please welcome to my show, Mr. Jordan Harbinger. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Jordan, honestly, what an absolute pleasure to talk to you, brother. I know that people are going to hear some serious brain juice uh, between the two of us, and I'll, I'll frame this right off the top. Um, kind of surprised that you're here because I left you a voicemail. I kind of blasted you uh, a voicemail about some of your interviews, thought some of the questions were a little softball. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad of a voicemail. Honestly, it was, uh, I've, I've had worse. Well, you've got thick skin, and I'm glad that you're here. I'm impressed that you're here, and I know that my listeners are going to be impressed because, of course, we are two very successful people with a lot of information to share, so I want to kind of deep dive into that. I'll let you talk a little bit, and I'll talk a fair bit, too. Yeah, that's that's how these interviews typically go, yeah. Okay, so, so you wear many hats, uh, Obviously, in the introduction, I uh, touched on several things that, that you've done in the past and that you currently do. How do you describe yourself uh, and what you do? Yeah, I try not to overcomplicate it because it's it's very tempting in the entrepreneur space or the uh, influencer space, which, by the way, I get, that word makes me... Get, I love it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> that wasn't where I was going with that, but Okay, but, well, but that's cool. okay. That's yeah. one of the areas that we probably differ. Could be yeah. some others, but okay, but that's one of them because I love that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Th- th- thinkfluencer, as you call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good sure. It's a good combo there. Yeah, it feels right. I find that, uh, I, look, I'm an interviewer. I try to get the best out of the guest, and I try not to become like, I'm going to inspire the whole world or anything like that. I, th- I find that to be so dramatic, and, and I think it, it it's a little self-aggrandizing, which right. I know is one of your talents, actually. Well, I would say, and I don't know if it's a talent so much as it is some like a gift, um, and maybe that's the same thing. I'm not sure. We'll have to do a deep dive in a, a dictionary on that, I think. But regardless, I, I think you're right. I think that although uh, I do have some incredible guests, I can't forget all that I have to offer in an interview, even as interviewer. Yeah, you know, it's tempting to make the show all about yourself or make it all about the guest, but you're right. It is about the balance that you have. When you look at a NPR host like Terry Gross, it's always all about the guest. She's barely, it's almost oh like she's God. barely in I there. forget who's talking yeah. other than whoever she's interviewing. That's and right. I'm like, who's doing this? Oh, oh, Terry. Oh, oh, okay. She's still here. But you left an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole that's a whole thing that she's great at. But on the other hand, then you get other hosts where the guest almost doesn't even need to be there. That can be a little problematic, too. So. I've had a couple of those. It's interesting. I did a couple interviews early on where I, I did have some guests in the studio, but actually never got a chance to to get an answer from them. Now, that's not that's not what's happening here. Hopefully I'm not. Saying. Yeah. OK, so let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Sure. Um, you have one of the most successful podcasts on the planet. And I know what that feels like. Um, the Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, how did you come up with the name? It's funny because, well, first of all, it is my name, but... Okay, so that is... Okay, that's why I... It's that creatively titled. Okay. The, the problem, though, was everyone, all these marketing advisors are like, oh, you need to name it after a benefit for your audience. And, and I go, all right, well, uh, what idea do you have there? And they're like, right. how about the Live Your Best Life Show? And I'm like, eh, makes me want to... Is that taken? You know what? You can probably have that one. I'll write that down. Yeah, write that one down. I decided... Hey, Tammy, Tammy, write that down. I decided not to go with anything like that because they all ended up sounding a little bit too cheesy for me that I, was, I wasn't going for anything like that. Okay, well, let's not put any judgment on it. Yeah, no, cheesy, of course. Uh, one person's cheese is another person's uh, cheddar. Oh, well, the same thing. I was going to say that too, but then I realized it didn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, now, so this, I would be very curious to know the, the other program uh, names that you said no to because I think that would be uh, relatively fruitful for me for something else. You but, know what? So there's just, probably a whole, I could probably email you a whole list of, of names that I rejected that you can totally have. Listen, I'd love to get it down on paper now before you leave just 
just in case that email falls through. That's a good good point. Yeah, it's always good to get it in, in the moment. So let's talk about this podcast of yours. You're crushing it. Um, uh, in the podcast, you interview a you know ton of uh, notable people, celebrities, uh, athletes, uh, titans of business. Kind of curious why I haven't been on. You know, there's a lot of backup on the guest roster. I'm sure that my producer has your name on the hot list. It's only a matter of time. Got to be the hot list. Should be probably just one name on that list. Yeah. D. Yeah. Guff. Anyways, oh, we'll get D. Guff. There. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but so you've interviewed a, a huge variety of people. Uh, any favorites? Any standouts? I had Robert Greene on the show recently, and he is—he wrote The Laws of Human Nature, 48 Laws of Power. Really good writer, really good thinker. He's not one of those guys who pops out a book every year. He probably takes, you know, like six plus years to come up with. So it's quality. It's like a 29 and a half hour audio book okay. to give you an idea. It's like reading a massive tome on somebody who's actually done the research. And some of what he talked about was really deep, like toxic envy, something that I think a lot of us in this space are probably familiar with. Everyone's envious about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure. And I, ideas that he's written about are, it, it's funny, the books he's written will either be popular, usually in entrepreneur circles, business circles, but then you'll find like they have a cult following literally in like prisons and things like that. Because really? these 48 laws of power, these business guys will read it and go, wow, these are really useful. Marketers will, re marketers will read it and go, this is really useful. And then prisoners are like, this is how I stay alive up in here. And you're like, wow. wow. Yeah. You know who's actually got a bit of a cult following in prisons is Tammy. Why? Do I want to know? No, well, not... And it's kind of weird. Um, I'm not really sure why, but uh, Tammy's always getting taking calls from inmates, uh, getting letters from inmates. I, I'm not sure why, but just Tammy connects with people who are trying to change your life uh, via incarceration. So anyways, I, I do understand sort of having that occult following yeah. in a prison setting, uh, certainly circuitously through Tammy. Does she reply to those people? Couldn't tell you. I don't. I actually don't. Tammy, do you reply? She doesn't say anything anyway, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Now, you you have interviewed Larry King. Mm -hmm. I want to find out a little bit about Larry King. I have a theory, and I okay. could be wrong on this, but underneath his leather coat, are there just wires and uh, pipes and tubing? Like, is that is he a robot with kind of that big head uh, full of questions, full of knowledge, and then in that coat is just kind of robot wires, and then you got those spindle legs? He's actually younger than he looks. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say that, but well, yeah, I like him a lot. He's okay. a great dude. But sure. yeah, you think like, oh, wow, he's been around for a long time well if he is a robot they could certainly do sort of a younger version of that robot and they kind can of do that more age appropriate they can yeah mm, okay but they just you know it's expensive so you know i want to talk to you a little bit about uh, wall street because that's I'm gonna dial it back here that is where you started you it were is. a lawyer on wall street yeah right? sounds sounds baller oh, it's a lot less exciting than it sounds very cool now this was when 2007 y yeah that's when it was actually okay so do, were you responsible for the meltdown? Yeah. I was definitely part of the problem, yeah. Okay. I mean, I was a first-year associate at a firm, so I was an overpaid secretary checking for commas and documents. However, wow. I was in mortgage-backed securities. Oh, my God. And I remember our workflow just stopped. Yeah, I guess it probably did. Probably actually, like, at a, as, as, as a certain clock struck a certain time, just everything, just everything stopped. Yeah, and they oh, said, wow. you know, you can stay on board for a while. We're going to pay you guys full salary and benefits, and we should be back up and running by, let's say, May. And at this right. point, it's like February. And I thought, great, three months of of yeah. paid to come to the office not to do anything. And then it was like Lehman Brothers started to go under, and then that was one of our biggest clients. And so our partners were a little nervous at that point, and they said, look, we're, 
either way, you don't have to worry about losing your job till the end of the year. And I thought, wow, nobody had thought about losing our job until you just said that. Wow. Everybody went into a panic, and I had already been doing the podcast at that point. And I thought, so what you mean? What you're telling me right now is for the next like nine months minimum, I'm going to get paid. I don't necessarily have to show up to work, and I can do what I'm already doing and see if that ever takes off. That's a pretty good deal. But I was the only person in the office who was kind of excited about it. Everybody else is freaking out. Interesting. And so this is so that's when you then made a pivot in your own oh, life. Oh yeah. Amazing. Now, have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I have. Is that what it's like? Please are, tell me yes. There were definitely Please tell me yes. There I mean, were that de- was so cool. There were definitely guys who railed tons of cocaine on Wall Street. Okay. Not, not at my firm. <laughs> no there were names, tons of those but guys. I'd love yeah. to know and you know, just be kind of fun to kind of hit those guys up on social and go, ah, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the opposite of what I want to do right now for sure. Okay. However, we'll do it afterwards. Whatever. That's cool. Know. We're fun. We'll find, we'll find some common ground on this. I'd love to know who's doing blow. Um, so <laughs> now tell me a little bit about interviewing. I mean, you're, you're an expert at this. Um, do you have... Uh, any favorite questions that you ask people? I've thought about this for a while. I yeah. don't have favorite questions because I feel like the question has to be tailored to the interviewee. And I know in podcasting, right. it's very trendy to go, all right, what got you to where you are now? Or uh, if you could put this on a license plate, what one yeah, word, what those would are my it be? Next, those are my next two questions. Those are hard to answer because they're not tailored to the, the, the guest at all. And it's so just, then I shouldn't ask that next. I would say you end up with gimmicky answers with gimmicky questions. Which is know? pretty good because then you've actually got something you can put on a bumper sticker. I was going to say, then you could put it on Instagram, but okay. that's about as far as you get with it. Okay, I like that very, very much. So how did you get to where you are now? <laughs> okay, well... that's one of those questions that involves either a huge story or it's like perseverance, right? And then it's like, oh, deep, bro. Like, where do you, what kind of answer do you want from that question? I like deep, bro, because I feel like that's something you could put on a license plate. That is. Yeah, actually, you could literally put deep, bro, on a license plate. That actually might make a good show title, too. Seven characters. Yeah, might. Oh, you just, you, you are doing the math on this. You were considering this. Deep bro. bro that yeah. would fit. Seven characters on a plate. You could even just go DP bro. <laughs> you know, uh, you might want to run that by a few people just to make sure it doesn't mean anything else. I don't know. I think it would scan better to just kind of see that DP bro. Like director of photography. Is that what that means in Hollywood? I'm not sure. It could. I, it I think might. It means one thing in Hollywood and another thing in the Valley, I think. Okay. Well, yeah. I know for me, it means deep. Yeah. And which is cool. Deep, bro. DP, bro. Write that down, Tammy. DP, bro. I want to see that on the back of the McLaren. Um, if somebody is looking to uh, kind of make a splash in the podcast scene, kind of get their numbers up there, like let's say they've already got a, a podcast that's killing it, but they want to, God, get those numbers up for Christ's sakes. If, if, the, if somebody wanted to do that, hypothetically, I'm speaking, of course, sure. how, how would they do that? I would say one of the biggest levers is to make appearances on other shows and make those appearances valuable to that listening audience. How do I get on those shows? You know, I I would say I hate the word networking, so I'll I'll just go with relationship building because networking is one of those like building. flinging business cards in people's faces type mm. of things, and nobody nobody likes that. I can tell you what I've done better at networking events than in relationships. So for me, I'll, I'll stick with networking. Yeah, that that makes uh, sense because relationship building. Eh, uh, yeah, I've had some troubles in the past. Um, but anyways, okay, so okay, so but it is about building relationships mm-hmm. uh, for me in a networking capacity uh, to get on those shows. 
Very interesting. So you can reach out. You could consider reaching out to other podcasters in the niche that you want to build in. So okay. let's say, let's say, if hypothetically I'm a salesperson or salesman, I might reach out to sales specific okay. podcasts. So if I'm a pitch. thought leader, uh, thinkfluencer, I might reach out to another thought leader, thinkfluencer. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who am I thinking about? Like I could be. I mean, this we're in the same space, so that's what I'm saying. So that would be very interesting. Okay, so that could. So I would make a relationship with you or somebody like you uh, and then try to you know get onto your or somebody like your show right and you'd, okay. and you'd want to tailor your pitch and make sure that it has value for that person's listening audience the problem with the thinkfluencer space as you okay. put it though there's a lot of ego in that space oh my as god you may be it's the aware. best that's kind of what drew me to it originally <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like oh look at all these cocks on the block yeah you know that's that's where i belong i want to kind of like you know puff up my chest and uh you know strut my stuff show my feathers absolutely there's, there is a lot of feather measuring oh my gosh Sure. Everyone's got the, the measuring tape out and going, oh, this is my tail feather. Oh, that's your tail feather. <laughs> this, that's what I have on my breastplate, you know, or whatever. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I want to know a little bit about uh, teaching and training, because you you are a teacher, trainer uh, in communication skills, uh, and you've done this for, you've done this in the in the private sector. Sure, for, yeah, 12 years. And But now you're talking about a new program uh, that you're putting out to the general public. Is this right? Yeah, I'm going to be offering some training to the public. Right now, my primary client base is corporate, military, and law enforcement. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so are you taking some of what you are training these uh, officers, these uh, uh, corporate uh, titans, you're taking that and putting it into a more of a general public realm? Hopefully, I don't have to tailor it too much because- okay. Honestly, the things that I'm teaching to a lot of these these corporations and law enforcement and agencies, they do apply to the public. However, some of the specific problems that I'm solving for, say, executive protection specialists, aka in our layman term is bodyguard. Yeah, that, well, you will have to layman it down. Not for us, of course, for me, of course, but yeah. yeah. So we're talking about, sorry, which? Yeah, so so executive protection specialists, we would say bodyguard, but yeah, they don't for actually dumb down right bodyguard. Don't, I don't okay, know why they they're the executive protection yeah. specialists. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. use the term bodyguard, which I don't really know why. Doesn't make sense. I well, guess. you think about the movie, and then it's you know it was just such a tragic end for Whitney that I think probably you don't want to go there. That maybe would why. be. I would imagine uh, I'm starting a new business venture myself. Oh, uh, which congratulations! Is, thank you so much. I mean, it's actually, and I you know starting many. So I don't know if you want to congratulate me. Multiple times, yeah. Because Let's I am do starting like one all-encompassing congratulations on just the the idea of starting businesses in general. Okay, so this is a larger umbrella congratulations, Correct. which I I'm very grateful that you gave me that. Um, but I'm speaking specifically about uh, an online evening uh, night school academy um, for online, both men and women. Online night school? Couldn't you yes. do that theoretically at at any time? Uh, yes, but th this is how I'm differentiating what I'm doing. And excuse me, I got tongue tied there. Um, but what I'm trying to do is differentiate myself from other online programs uh, by having it just be night school uh, for men and women. And that would be the Dexter Guff Community Night School College Online. Wow, there's a lot of redundancy in the name that you might want to. You're going to hear it right here first. I am leaving nobody out. If you want to learn and you want to do it at night, online, in your home, from Dexter Guff and his uh, tutorial assistant, Jordan Harbinger, you can <laughs> okay. do that online in at my academy. Well, junior college, I have to legally call it. I think right. Okay, so there's license. There's sort of like a 
credential issue with that or there's something about academy means that you actually have to show that you're learning something and there has to be pride i i'm not exactly sure yeah i think think if you start it in florida you can pretty much do whatever you want yeah i mean that's not legal advice but anything i see in florida is usually called university and there just seem to be no legal consequences for that whatsoever i love this now listen speaking about traveling this is very interesting to me something that i found online um you for a period of time we're taking people to North Korea. That is for true. Tourism? Oh, brother. What in the world was happening there? Good question. Yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, wow, look, there's almost no competition in this space. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, Expedia didn't scoop that one. No, no, that's for <laughs> sure. And it was not as dangerous as it is now. Or, or I don't even know. Maybe it was, and now it's in the news more. I'd been there four or five times, wow. and I was like, this is a really interesting trip. And so I started taking people there as a tour guide, of course, wow. under the supervision of local North Korean tour guides. And so what are you seeing there? Nuclear facilities? Oh, God. Uh, probably by accident, but they sure didn't point those out. Mostly wow. you see what they want you to see, because it's it's kind of like... Uh, North Korea is kind of like the thought leader influence, think influencer of countries. Very you only see the veneer of what they want you to see. It's like a very Instagram friendly world that they will show you. They only right. show you things that are functioning well. So that would probably be a pretty good strategy if you're trying to up your Instagram game would be kind of make that trip. Start get to your North own country. Korea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And start tagging it. You know what I mean? I was in North Korea. That's only the tip of what I can do. Good point. I haven't yeah. put any North Korea photos in my Instagram. I didn't have Instagram back when I was going there. I'm oh late to the Instagram God. part. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now, though. I mean, it's never too late now. I'd get some of those old pics and just kind of put some, you know, words on top of them and, and watch your Insta- Instagram account grow. Interesting I mean, point. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I could well, do that. Yeah, it's, and this is, you know, this is just some of the wisdom that happens from me being interviewer. Can you imagine the wisdom that would happen if I was the guest? I think it'd be largely the same. I'm not sure because yeah. I don't think you would have asked me that question. Because well, I didn't take people to North Korea. That's true. Yeah, you got me on that one. Yeah, you got me on that one. There this might is so be so interesting. There could be more there. So I just got you twice in a row in about thirty seconds. One of them you was are, that you're an expert. What an interesting guest I'd be. The second one was you could up your game big time on Instagram uh, by putting some of those North Korea pics. A lot of thought dogs on this one. Oh my God, brain juice all over the place. Get some paper towel, sop that up. Now listen, Jordan Harbinger. I got to tell you right now, brother. This has been an unbelievable conversation. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Listen, and it takes a lot of cojones to join me on this program after how I blasted you big time on that phone call. I just let you have it. It really wasn't that bad, but I appreciate you having me on. I wasn't holding back. I called it as I saw it, and I blew it up in that that message I left you. I felt bad afterwards. I was like, oh, man, you tore in a harbinger big time. You're good. We're good. But uh, anyways, brother, thank you so very much. Of course, I want to invite you, my dear listener, to Go and listen to Jordan's show, The Jordan Harbinger Show. You can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. Unbelievable show. A lot like mine. Uh, a lot of similarities there. Huge guests. A lot of takeaway from it. Uh, highly recommend it. I don't recommend it more than mine, uh, but if you've kind of burned through 22 minutes of deguff, I'd immediately go over and check out Jordan's show, The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan, thank you again, my friend. So great to be in the same space together. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You got it, man. Tammy! Fantastic. Absolutely loved that 
conversation. I hope you got a lot from that, a lot in there. Uh, go back, listen to it two, three, four times. Uh, now, listen, uh, I would love to hear a little bit more about you. Uh, and to do that, we got to connect on social. Let me know how your life is changing uh, as a result of this show, because that's why I am doing this show. Uh, so find me on Twitter uh, at DexGuff. Find me on Instagram at DexGuff. Let's connect. I'm ready to take my relationship with you to that next level. Are you ready to do it? Uh, let's do that together uh, on social. Have a great week. Go out there and crush it. That's what life's about. Crushing things. Uh, that's why we are alive. To crush things. Uh, that is what we are doing here on this planet. Uh, so have a great week. Go out and crush it. And we will meet again in one week's time. Until then... This is D. Guff, and I am out of here. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to need someone to help me uh, out to the... T is the mic still on?